Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace Case, if you know me, and you do, Mm-hmm. You know that I'm yeah. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll- I a bachelor? Uh, that book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Mm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, Organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle Recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral sleepy girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knutson crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. Clues. Underwear drawers, they're not organized. They're like the the Wild West, the final frontier of wardrobes. Mm. And there's no rhyme or reason to them. You got ones that are super old, uh, different brands, etc. You don't know what to expect. But now I have felt the buttery soft comfort of me undies. And now I want to replace the whole drawer with me undies because those are my now go-to. I'm currently wearing their long sleeve shirt and my... <laughs> um, <laughs> which is not what this uh, ad is about. But I am also wearing the super soft, sustainable modal fabric thong with no rollback waistband. You want that. You don't want it to be rolling. You don't want it to be showing. And I'm hooked. I don't want to wear anything else. It's all got to go now. Well, this ad actually is kind of about that pace case. Everybody knows MeUndies <laughs> makes great underwear. It's in the name, Me Undies. But it's not just about underwear. You can explore the lounge collection featuring comfy joggers, hoodies, onesies, and a whole bunch more. And their Move Me activewear collection is the softest activewear on the market. There's no doubt about it. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com slash roses. That's meundies.com slash roses for 20% off plus free shipping. Me undies. 
comfort from the outside in. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. I've had such an amazing experience just with my time on Bachelor and Bachelorette, dating all of those men. And now, like, that's how people know me. Um, and I do. I always want to just like live my truth and my story. Um, so and I have been seeing someone for a couple months and I've been keeping it a little more private because it is like a bigger story and a bigger conversation because um, I'm dating a girl. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues. It is Friday, which signifies two things. One, the work week is done. Welcome to the weekend. And two, this is This Week in Bachelor Nation. We're going to be covering all of those luscious tids in the news, and there are some huge ones today. You heard one teased up top here with our opening quote. Gabby Windy in a relationship with a woman. She has uh, made the announcement. We'll, of course, be covering all the details of who that person is in Bachelor Nation news. And the announcement. We're going to have all those parasocial plays. There are some huge heavy hitters doing big things this week. We are going to have our screams to the pit. And we have a very special state of the game with a very special guest doing some very special field reporting. So be sure to stay tuned for that. <laughs> It'll be very special. <laughs> it's very special. A lot of special things happening in this very special state of the game <laughs> with a very special person talking about special events with other special people. But uh, <laughs> we, before we get to any of that, we do want to mention there's a new episode right now out of After Reality, Courtney Robertson's uh, podcast. She is interviewing Chad Johnson. This is two of the biggest villains from the history of our beloved game. This interview is fucking wild. Whatever you feel about mm -hmm. Chad Johnson, you feel about him. He's a very polarizing figure, obviously. He says some very polarizing things in this interview. There's, there's no doubt about that. You must know this going in. But one of the things that he talks about that I think is incredibly valuable is the moment he realized he was a villain and what his reaction mm -hmm. to it was. It's fucking fascinating. He also spills all kinds of fucking tea. Massive contract violations in this interview left and right. He's talking about at one point how producers literally wrote script for him to say and he would either approve it or reject it based on if he thought it was funny or not. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Uh, I mean, like I said, he's a polarizing figure and that has not yeah. changed at all. If anything, it's, it's more intense at this point. He's gotten more in the polarity. Courtney is just getting better and better at her interviews. I love hearing her talk to villains yeah. and you have to, you have to subscribe to after reality. Yeah. She's, she's got some big guests coming up as well, but uh, I, this one was just one for the fucking ages. I haven't heard Chad Johnson in a long time. Um, and it was just like, Oh yeah, he's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's absolutely great. It's just like oh, as God. entertaining as he ever was. Um, so enjoy that if you have the time and, uh, now let's get into it. Pace case. This is our very special guest. Once again, delivering a very <laughs> special field report from a very special location, surrounded by special people for a special event. Game, game of, of roses. roses. State of the game. Welcome dark seeker. 
to state of the game. We're so happy that you're you're finally over your illness. You have used your yes. dark powers to overcome it so that you can be here with us today to deliver this field report that we have been waiting for, salivating for, for the past couple of weeks. So, Dark Seer, please tell us where you've been. Tell us what you've seen. Yes. So, about two weeks ago, I went to the Hannah Brown's podcast launch for her brand new podcast, Better Tomorrow. I was deep in slider country, and at this event, not only did I meet and talk with Hannah Brown, but I met and talked with the GOAT, Caitlin Bristow. And yes, the things I, I've literally, for the, the listeners, I have been holding all of this back. I've only told them like bits and pieces. I haven't told them anything. This is the first time that I'm telling them what happened at this event. It has been so hard to hold back. But we here, baby. I'm about to just unleash it. So get ready for some, some juice, some tea, and no sauce. All right? Ready. Okay. Oh. I made a few just bullet awesome. points so that I don't forget anything. But the Great. first thing I want to get out of the way is Caitlin is 100% coming on gore. It's just a matter of us oh. figuring it out. Yes, it's official. Fantastic. Yes. Like she Wonder is goat. so like complimentary of you guys. She even oh, mentioned nice. something that I thought was really sweet. She said after you guys did the interview with Jason, the Gore Girl interview, mm-hmm. for about a week or so afterwards, she said that he would just make little comments just out of nowhere being like they're so creative. They're so funny. <laughs> and I thought that was so Aww. sweet. Like he still was thinking uh, yeah. about That's it. Sweet. That's high praise, especially coming from him. I, I really think he's one of the smartest guys working in not just Bachelor podcasts, but yeah. all podcasts. His show trading secrets is just fucking great, in my opinion. Oh, in my it, it's fantastic. And also I do wanna, you know, there's been some speculation in the nation, and I just wanna say that July 19th, 20th, and 21st. Jason and Caitlin were together. There was no problems. She talked about him multiple times in the conversation. Um, And Greg and Victoria were also together. And Victoria was at that uh, launch as well. Groundbreaking. Two weeks ago, confirmation news. (laughs) Two weeks ago. Well, I mean, the Victoria stuff about two weeks ago, I will say, it was like at a, until she this week finally released an Instagram story of Greg people yeah. finally stopped talking about it. Right. So who knows? So we have firsthand confirmation from Dark Seeker two weeks ago that all of the current rumors were not true two weeks ago. Correct. Yes. Okay, great. Perfect. I just feel like there's, I don't know, there's always swirling rumors that every couple has broken up. Exactly. And it's right. just like, I haven't seen a picture of them on Instagram in a long time. It's like, yeah, this, maybe they're living their lives. Maybe they're posting those pictures on X now. I heard a lot of people are switching over to X because everybody really loves it. Oh, God. Oh, really? Who have you heard this from? Unsubstantiated rumors. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, we don't do that on this show. I've heard it's going very well over there. I've heard the rebranding was a genius idea and everybody (laughs) loves it. And there's no problems with it whatsoever. That's what I've heard. Jesus. I loved that when he put that huge X on top of the building, the one that was like, glitching immediately had to take it the city took it down the next day because it he didn't get a permit or anything i'm just like all part of his plan it's 10 dimensional chess yeah. <laughs> correct good <laughs> any press is good press yeah guess what the x had articles about it <laughs> true 
So the next thing is, while yes, Caitlin is definitely confirmed to come on the podcast, I did try my hand at Hannah Brown, and there is a mm. small chance of Hannah coming on the podcast now. Oh, fuck. So here's the deal. Hannah yeah. does not want to do any Bachelor podcasts. She told me that immediately when I was introduced mm. to her. Like, and I didn't even ask her about it, but as we were talking... Um, you know, she asked about, she said that she had heard of us before and she's like, I, I know I've heard of you guys before. I know mm -hmm. the sport thing. And, and of course she was being all like sweet. She goes, and listen, I was never playing a game. I was just being myself. And I'm like, of mm -hmm. course, of course. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> at one point, Caitlin came over to join the conversation and she goes, you got to go on their podcast. And Hannah's like, really? Oh, my God. And she's like, they will not ask you about any stupid gossip stuff. They they will literally hype you up. They're amazing. Just do they it. Like ask you about the aliens. Yes. Yeah, the, she will be asked about aliens. That'd be Sorry. so funny. Is if, that gossip? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Hannah, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. We're not going to talk about The Bachelor at all today. But yeah. I do want to know, have you ever seen an alien corpse? I'm talking about a non-human biologic. This, of course, was announced <laughs> last week in an open congressional hearing yeah, by David Grush. I reassure you, it'll be all about non-human biologics. Yes. <laughs> Exclusively about non-human biologics. Yeah, I could do that. I could do a two-hour podcast with Hannah Brown about non-human biologics. Rest assured. <laughs> But she definitely was like, she goes, I don't want you to think I'm blowing smoke up your ass, but like, I am thinking about it. I've never heard about a podcast like yours. And she goes, and I like, she thought I was from the South, which was interesting. She goes, oh, your name's Grace Ann. Where in the South are you from? Because you ain't getting a name like that in New York City. And I'm like, well, that's true. I'm from Missouri. And she goes, oh, close enough. And she goes, I like you already. And so she was like, I am thinking about it. And, you know, All right. who Wait, knows? Wait, Grace Ann, this brings me to a question. All right, go. Is the Midwest the South? No. Honestly, I've lived I in both places extensively. The okay. answer is no. What's the question directed like, at you? No, but I, I had expertise. I but here's, I here's what I'd say, Lizzie, to that. I feel like Minnesota is like the true Midwest, like that area. I'm literally like 10 minutes away from Arkansas in southwest Missouri. So I feel like I got the best mm. of both worlds. So mm. I don't really know. Best of both worlds. Chill and not take it slow. If I may. If I may contribute to this conversation. As someone who has lived uh, huge stints of their lives in both the Midwest, Kansas, right in the dead center of the state, and my parents now live in Oklahoma City. When did you live in Kansas? From age zero to junior high-ish, and then junior high through high school was Texas, which I consider the South. They are very different. I just hear country music, yeah, and I'm like, country music is just... South. Everywhere. But there is an attitude that exists in the South, in my opinion, in my experience. There is a pride in the South, a deep pride in everyone who is from the South that doesn't really exist in the Midwest. Midwest is like more about just kind of like go with the flow. We're just here. We're chilling. We're doing yeah. our thing. And yes, wholesome, friendly to your neighbors. All of that exists Passive in both. aggressive. But yeah. the South has that, especially Texas, has this fucking thing that is like, I'm from fucking Texas. Okay. It's like the Lone yeah. Star State, bigger and better, all of that shit uh, that I don't feel exists in the Midwest. We're going to secede from the nation. Well, that's a different kind of pride, but yeah, they have that too. <laughs> so again, 
Uh, Caitlin, 100% confirmed. It's just about when, and we'll figure that out. Wow, future right. Gore Girl. Yes, future Gore Girl. I can't wait. That's awesome. And possible Hannah Brown. Also, uh, another Hannah Brown tidbit. She told me that the Bachelorette, being the Bachelorette, was harder than Special Forces and <sighs> Dancing with the Stars combined. <laughs> I mean, that's an insane thing to say. Like, when you really think about how much physical endurance goes into both of those. Like, and mental toughness, too. Yes, but I will say, I, I, I completely understand that. Because in both of those other shows, even in uh, Special Forces World's Toughest Warrior, it, you know what's coming. They're telling you, like, tomorrow we're going to fucking dunk you in an ice tank and, like, hit you in the head with a baseball bat, whatever. You you know that these things are going to be, like, horrible and you got to get through them and that's fine. Bachelor, I think, is the exact opposite. You're told the whole time, like, we're your friends. Nothing bad's going to happen to you. But you can't trust anybody. It's a constant wondering who's about to fuck you over and why and who's lying and who's telling the truth. I think psychologically, even emotionally probably, that is a much more taxing game than either uh, Dancing with the Stars or World's Toughest Warrior on Special Fox. Or, what is it called? Special, <laughs> Special Forces. Forces. I mean, well, remember What's-His-Face said listen to your heart was harder than being in the actual army? <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. I just think it's always important to sprinkle that kind of stuff in there because, mm -hmm. again, so many people still like to think that it's just, you know, woo, fun, nothing yeah. bad happened. So it, it was just like, whoa. Um, and the fact that she was saying it publicly was very interesting. So what what was this party like? Was it fun? Was there good music, drinks, people? What was going on there? Paint the picture for us. So it was at Soho House Nashville. And we started yeah. in the nice. theater where Caitlin and Hannah had like a chat about the podcast, what her goals are, her dream guest, which is Taylor Swift. Um, and then they did a little bit of like... <laughs> just fun riffing and then all of us went out into like the the lobby and they like roped it off so it was like us and then you know Hannah and people from Bachelor Nation Caitlin Victoria Fuller a bunch mm -hmm. of podcast people um and we were there for like 4 hours i would say so mm -hmm. that first hour of like Q&A and talking that was just an hour and then the rest was just like Mingling, chatting. Mingling. Yeah. What was the spread? Oh, dude. The spread was like, they had these drinks called um, Amalfi spritzes. They're not Aperol spritzes. They're Amalfi spritzes. It was so good. That's my new fave drink. And nice. then they had a bunch of food, but now I, I don't even remember any of it. But it looked pretty. I didn't eat it. But it looked pretty. She should have had... Uh plates of fake worms and worms. grub worms oh, and stuff then with some hamburgers right? and champagne next to it. <gasps> Lost opportunity. Missed opportunity. Missed oh. opportunity for those deep uh, pit dwellers. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Missed opportunity for yeah. four people. I can't believe she didn't have <laughs> fake worms at the fucking spread. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. So it was really cool. She had gifts, gift bags for everybody there mm. from like all of her cool sponsors. So I got all these like uh, uh, cool like deodorant, sunscreen, uh, mm. like really random cute stuff. Oh, stickers. I have Better Tomorrow stickers all nice over hole. the place, you know? Oh. That's cool. Well, there you have it. Thank you, Dark Seeker, for this um, thrilling field report 
of the Hannah Brown launch uh, of her podcast. And we look forward to obviously having Caitlin Bristow coming on our show. Maybe Hannah Brown. Those yes. are huge things. We would be humbled. Yes. We'd be honored, of course. But um, thank yeah. you, thank you for for going to Slider Country. You know, thank you, know, you representing the the Gore program. It was my honor to represent the Gore program, and I had a blast. Thank you so much to Dark Seeker for that incredible, I mean, special field clues. Underwear drawers, they're not organized. They're like the the Wild West, the final frontier of wardrobes. Mm. And there's no rhyme or reason to them. You got ones that are super old, uh, different brands, etc. You don't know what to expect. But now I have felt the buttery soft comfort of me undies. And now I want to replace the whole drawer with me undies because those are my now go-to. I'm currently wearing their long sleeve shirt and my, um, <laughs> which is not what this uh, ad is about, but I am also wearing the super soft, sustainable modal fabric thong with no rollback waistband. You want that. You don't want it to be rolling. You don't want it to be showing. And I'm hooked. I don't want to wear anything else. It's all got to go now. Well, this ad actually is kind of about that pace case. Everybody knows MeUndies <laughs> makes great underwear. It's in the name, MeUndies. But it's not just about underwear. You can explore the lounge collection featuring comfy joggers, hoodies, onesies, and a whole bunch more. And their Move Me activewear collection is the softest activewear on the market. There's no doubt about it. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash roses. That's MeUndies.com slash roses for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist recommended. This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Support for today's episode comes from One Skin. If you have sensitive skin, you're going to want to hear about One Skin's scientifically proven topical supplements. This is face, eye, body, shield, and it can all be used with any of their other products, which are free from over 1,500 chemicals and preservatives that can make skin red, irritated, or itchy. Their products are safe for sensitive skin. It's just one of the reasons they've earned the Skin Safe seal of approval. You got to keep that skin glowing if you want to be keeping up the level of face play that I've got going on. 
And OneSkin was founded by an all-woman team of scientists. Their products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Uh, Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products often. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ROSES at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ROSES. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support Gore and tell them that we sent you. Port. On the ground, Events. special field report. <laughs> <laughs> boots boots on the ground recording is what I like to see. You know, she did a mini move for it to make this piece of media, which we, yeah. you know, Clues knows how hard those can be. I hate the mini move. We appreciate hate it. the effort. So we, we sincerely appreciate it. And now let's move on to that portion of our program in which we discuss all of the movements of the numbers of our favorite players and of our show itself. This is... This Week in Games. Back in its regular time slot at 8, 7 Central, The Bachelorette continues to hit high numbers, scoring a .41 in the demo, which was only a 10% drop-off from last week and 2.5 million raw viewers. That was only down a few percentage points from last week. But the biggest news here is that these numbers have outperformed all other episodes that have aired of The Bachelorette this season, except last week's. and but it has outperformed all the episodes that aired at that 9 p.m. time slot. So the move back to including night one, including night one, uh, and all other uh, whatever the first three episodes of the season. So the move back to the time slot has been massive for them. And these numbers, by the way, are higher than the numbers that were being achieved by uh, what was that other show? The one where it's like you're my famous cousin or whatever. Your fame game or claim to fame, claim to fame. That was the show that was in Bachelorette's time slot. These numbers are outperforming that show in the Bachelorette time slot as well. I was trying to think of that one that was like the alien show. The Roswell, alien New show. Mexico. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about uh, ancient aliens. Um, at any rate, uh, once again, Charity Lawson has utterly dominated the field, crushing a rerun of The Neighborhood on CBS, new episodes of Stars on Mars on Fox, and American Ninja Warrior on NBC, as well as a new episode of a show called Son of a Critch. On the CW. I'm not sure what that is. Hmm. But network TV may be dying, but the season of The Bachelorette is standing on top of that heap as it's going down in flames. Uh, couldn't be more <laughs> proud of Charity Lawson for this. Like the the toys in Toy Story 3. <laughs> Essentially, yes. <laughs> um, No, I am so proud that the ratings are doing this well, given... Given what is going on, again, if you haven't watched the season, get on it. Get into it. It's great. And now for the crown gains, our current crown charity gained 6K on Instagram this week for a total of 149K Instagram followers and 500 on TikTok for a total of 21.3K TikTok followers. Dagger to my heart. So we're not even, Million Club is out of the out of the question I 200,000 club might be out of the fucking question we've got three episodes of the season left three you've got fantasy suite mental all finale fuck she gained 6k for hometowns I don't know Mm. 
I'd say 250 tops. Like fucking tops. There's no way to beat it. There's I hate to see it. It's it's um it's a very bad situation. I do think it's salvageable. I do think that. It just requires integration of social media into the program itself, into the presentation of our beloved game. I know many ways to do it. Mm. Uh, Bachelor producers, if you're listening, hit me up. I just saw cardistry. There's no cardistry while we record, Clues. I can hold a card. It's like my fidget toy. I'm not doing cardistry right now. I'm just holding cards in my fingers and spinning them uh, around. Is that cardistry? (laughs) Okay, Roby Sobieski. Okay, I'm doing cardistry. So what? You're doing cardistry. Leave me alone. I can't help it. You have to mute yourself if you're doing cardistry. I did. You just saw the card. You saw the card. You didn't hear the card. I didn't know that you were holding the cards this whole time. Exactly. See? See? I've made them silent. I've learned how to do silent cardistry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's just like when I see it. it is this my me. screen from the pit? Am I already doing it? <laughs> <laughs> this is my screen from the hyperbend when you were doing cardistry all the time and that sound of the shuffling cards started to drive me insane. That's what it was, uh, not the hyperbend. Now <laughs> let's talk about those gains. Top five. Top five gains. Oh, ah, shit. Okay. First place, Uncle Joe fan Joey Grazia Day gained 9K for a total of 46.4K. Jesus. Uh, Isn't that interesting? The... Adam's family candidate yeah. did the best. But to what end? 46.4K, he's not going to break 100. In second place, Doughton gained 8K for a total of 21.5. In third place, Xavier Bonner gained 2.5K for a total of 12.1K. Oh, my. Fourth place is Aaron Bryant with a gain of 2.3K. He is now sitting at 9K total. And Tanner Cordad gained 2.2K for a total of 17.8K. What the fuck is he even on this list? Top five Instagram chart total is first place. Joey Grazia Day. He's in that top spot with 46.4K. Doughton jumped to second place this week with 21.5K. And Tanner Cortad is in third place with 17.8K. This man was not in this season. He wasn't even on this TV show. No. Fuck. Dodd B is in fourth place with 15.8K followers oh, oh my gosh. god and the fifth place is pp <laughs> this man was a night one man he is in fifth place with 14.4k followers that means oh, you have several active players including sean uh who had the knock knock self-elimination is not in this list you have you know who's not in this list is fucking Braden bowers is not in this list mm-hmm. it's unfucking real you know who's not in this list? Anyone with over 50,000 Instagram followers. Yeah, that too. I don't, I mean, Joey Grazia Day might crack 50. Is anybody else? The next closest is Doughton with 21.5. I don't think so. It's This is this is crushing. Top five TikTok. Christopher Spell is in first place. The Jumper, 174,000 TikTok followers. <laughs> yeah, ain't nobody coming close. And you got that PP. 31.1K. Third place, Caleb Balgard, 21.6K. Khalid Hassan's in fourth with 6.6K. Another night one player. And rounding out the top five is Sean McLaughlin Uh, with 1.5K TikTok followers. It's there for the taking. Yeah, at least he's got enough TikTok followers here that he can make a little bit of money on SpawnCon. Just kidding. This is crazy. (laughs) This is like the worst fucking numbers we have literally ever seen. Yeah. 
since the invention of social media. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just so bad. And I look, traditionally, Bachelorette players, the guys, do worse on social media than Bachelor players. Like, that's just how it is. You have your, mm-hmm. your uh, you know, Tyler Camerons and Peter Weber, everybody that came out of Hannah Brown's season, basically. I feel like that was the pinnacle of, of male Instagram play. You had a bunch of guys cracking the million club. Uh, Tyler mm-hmm. Cameron obviously went to the two million club. This is unbelievable. So did Colton Underwood. Yeah, Colton Underwood hit two million. PP hit two million, didn't he? But at any rate, now you've got the the top guy sitting at 46.4K. That's unfucking believable. And again, I don't think this has anything to do with like people falling off of interest with social media and stuff. Because if you look at these other shows, Love is Blind, Too Out to Handle, whatever, you've got people popping off those shows getting massive gains. Like mm-hmm. everybody in the the uh, Love is Blind that made Love it to like blind. the Beyond the Pods, they were all in the multiple hundreds of Ks. You had Brett and Tiffany mm-hmm. in the 600K range. Um, may They might be above that now. I don't even know what they've grown to. I haven't looked at it since that season stopped airing but Hmm. this is insane too much time in the Peru ministries feed okay to check in with Uh, tiffany (laughs) what sorry too much time looking at madison pruitt content too much time (laughs) i'm praying to madison pruitt's god to give me more time to give me more prue trow content i need it all I am fascinated by her and him and their whole fucking thing that they've got going on. I'm mm-hmm. look, I'm not saying this is going to happen. You know, I've long predicted they're going to open a ministry. I think that's going to happen. But I could also see it going a slightly different way into a cult. And I'm ready for it. And I will join. Madison Pruitt, if you form a cult, I'll be there. Wait, those are different? Yeah, ministry is more like on the up and up. It's all cult, but like, you know. That's the, I'm talking about like David Crush style. <laughs> they are in Waco. But I mean, she's got like a parasocial cult at this point. Totally. I, I agree. And she's selling product out the ass to the parasocial cult. God, she's fascinating. Anyway, we digress. I'm calling Minutial Armor myself. Madison Prude, of course, star player, uh, has way more TikTok and Instagram followers than anybody on this chart combined. It's just disheartening. And um, I think the road back to it, which you want, if you're the Bachelor producers... Go to streaming. Streaming, some format changes. But I think above all, you you must, as producers, you must, as people who present the game, embrace the idea of social media in the game itself. Right now, you're still, I think, in this era where even mentioning Instagram or anything can be considered a for the wrong reasons type play. And that simply can't be the case. You must accept that everyone has an Instagram. Everybody wants a lot of followers and you want them to have a lot of followers so that we, the fourth audience, continue to engage with them when the show is not on the air. That is Tuesday through Sunday. And that is also after the season finishes airing. You want us to be as invested as possible in the universe that you've created, which is the mm-hmm. extended world of The Bachelor. It's not It's not just people watching the show as it airs on ABC or YouTube TV or Hulu or whatever. Those are important numbers, obviously. But to to have the fan base be engaged with your product, you want them to be able to be mm-hmm. engaged with it beyond the show. And so you should be promoting all of these players' social media. You should be tagging them in everything you do on your own social media, but you should also incorporate it in the show. I have ideas. Hit me up. Honestly, I think they should start sharing the social media posts of great social media makers in the, in the nation. I'm talking yes. about Susie Evans. God 
damn it, that shit she's doing with uh, Andrew Spencer and Glaze. We're going to talk about it in parasocial plays, but she is like, she is such a good content creator. Yes. Yeah, they should be sharing that shit all the time. Uh, hype these people up. Keep us invested in the in the characters and then bring them back to paradise. So we're like, it's a lifestyle. Absolutely. You should have like, I know that you have someone who manages your social media and the official Bachelor Nation social media accounts, I got to say, are getting better. Whoever they've slotted into that position is doing good work, but it can still be more. And and you need to be integrating it with all of the players more and more and more and more, reposting their shit, et cetera, et cetera. They should get this for the two stars of this piece of news to do something with them. Mm. But we must now move on to that portion of our program where we talk about all those luscious tids. This is... Bachelor Nation News. Up first in Bachelor Nation News, big news for season 19 co-crown Gabby Windy, the LA icon superstar, made headlines this week with the revelation that she is dating a woman. Wendy shared photos on Instagram Tuesday of herself with her girlfriend, Robbie Hoffman, and then appeared on The View to give some details, saying, I always just want to live my truth. This is the quote that we played at the beginning of the uh, show and my story. And so I've been seeing someone for a couple months and I've been keeping it a little more private because it's like a bigger story and a bigger conversation because I'm dating a girl. Along with the Instagram photos, the lovable dingbat included the caption, told you I'm a girl's girl, and followed the post up with an Instagram story that included a shot of her kissing Hoffman, which Hoffman later reposted, writing, guys, some news, I am gay. On The View, Wendy said her bachelorette season 19 ring winner, Eric Schwer, doesn't know about her new relationship. Robbie Hoffman is a stand-up comedian and podcast host who has written for shows including Working Moms, The Chris Get Hard Show, and Odd Squad, for which she earned a... Get Hard? What's his name? Gethard. Gethard, sorry. The Chris <laughs> Gethard Show. I thought it was some kind of like dude show. I don't know. Sorry. My apologies, everyone. The Chris Gethard Show. Love that. And Odd Squad, for which she earned a 2019 Children's and Family Emmy Award. Hoffman also worked on the Canadian series Baroness Von Sketch Show. And in 2021, Deadline reported that Hoffman was working on an autobiographical series titled Rivka in development with A24 and Showtime. You know, clues, this means comedians and podcast hosts can now date crowns. That's true. Wendy is the second lead from the Bachelor franchise to come out as gay after the airing of her season. Bachelor season 23's Colton Underwood was the first. Congrats to Gabby and Robbie on their new relationship and on this groundbreaking moment in the history of our beloved game. Did you see this coming? No. Same. Loved it. Loved it immediately. <laughs> I was like, oh, absolutely. This is hallelujah. This is a beautiful moment in our nation. No more dating men, I say. I loved it as well. <laughs> you know, she obviously had whatever experience she had on Bachelorette season 19. With Eric Schwerer and the whole blackface controversy and all of that. But I also like how she rolled this out. It was a social media post followed mm. by the obviously the glut of People Magazine, Us Weekly, et cetera, all covering it. But then that mm. appearance on The View, it just all was like she planned this perfectly. She did Time it perfectly. Yeah. It was absolutely great. Love to see it. Going to watch them on social media. Bachelor oh, yes. World um, producers. You see, we get to engage with her still beyond her appearance in the show because they're social media. That's how it works. You understand? Bring them to paradise. 
<laughs> what would they do in paradise? They get to have the creamy the Caesar farts. They get to live in the fucking boom boom room. They have her pissing her pants in the scene. Not always about farts. Well, we'll get to a little news item <laughs> a bit later. It might be. Up next in Bachelor Nation news, though, after Nashville Slider Superstar Hannah Brown's victory on the first season of Fox's Special Forces World's Toughest, the torturous reality competition has announced the cast for the second season, and it looks like they decided to go Bachelor heavy once again with a sprinkle of Skandoval. <laughs> Vanderpump Rules' controversial lightning rod, Tom Sandoval, will be joined this season by NFL star Des Bryant, Savannah Chrisley of Chrisley Knows Best, Kardashian X, Black China, Beverly Hills 90210 star, and 90s icon Brian Austin Green, NBA champion Robert Horry, Olympic gold medalist, speed skater, Aaron Jackson, Olympic ski racer, Bode Miller, Jack Osborne of the Osbournes, actor, Tara Reed, influencer, host, and producer, Kelly Rizzo, who is the widow of Bob Saget, dance moms alum and global social media superstar, Jojo Siwa, and the great one himself, Nick Viao, as well as the all-time male Instagram champion of our beloved game, steak enthusiast and enemy of shirts, the Tyler Cameron. And the ski, the Olympic ski racer's name is Bodie Miller. Now I get to correct you on a name. Oh. Uh, season two. Good one. That's not as good as Get Hard. I agree. <laughs> that was really good. I'm going to start calling anybody who has that last name Get Hard Forever. Season two will force competitors into a winter landscape where they're said to battle freezing temperatures in the mountains of New Zealand. The cast will be tested with submerging themselves into a frozen lake, trekking a 4,700 foot tall snow-capped mountain and embarking on an emergency escape out of a helicopter <laughs> submerged in deep icy waters. Nick Viles is going to be doing this shit. I can't wait. I can't fucking wait. <laughs> Tom Sandoval is going to be doing this shit? Yeah. Is he going to be able to shave his forehead? That was a big part of his character in the early seasons. Oh, nice. The celebrity cast will try to survive, demanding training exercises led by directing staff agents Rudy Reyes, Mark Billy Bing- Billingham, Jason Foxy Fox, and new agent Jovan Q. Corleys, who are an elite team of ex-Special Forces operatives. Season two of Special Forces premieres on September 25th on Fox. I'm probably going to do this in Clues Corner. Let's be real. <laughs> okay. I don't think I'm going to be. I'm definitely going to have to watch it. How far do you think they're going to get? Fuck. I don't know. Look, I'm going to predict Vial wins it. What? Yeah. <laughs> I no. think. Say what you will about him. I think psychologically he is stronger than anybody. I, I think that guy is. An NBA player? Hannah Brown beat an NBA player. A couple of them, I think, last season. Yes. I mean, I haven't watched the show, so I don't really understand what they're being tested on. And this seems kind of specific. This seems like dealing with cold. Yep. So whoever's from the coldest place, I think, will win. Isn't he from Wisconsin? Um, uh, we saw... Yeah, and he we, did do the track stuff. And we saw him in cold weather on his season, 21 of Bachelor. Think about how cozy things have been since i think he is going to snap right back into his his competitive mode and i think he's going to dominate i think tyler cameron will go out very early i think he's weak psychologically oh my god he's done what just his lifestyle this is a man who can't handle the cold this is a man who is an enemy of shirts now you're got to wear a hundred fucking shirts, big thick ass shirts. You're right. He doesn't want to wear all those shirts. He's not going to be able to eat his steak dinners. 
He's going to have it rough. Okay. Olympic ski racer, Bodie Miller. Mm -hmm. That's a person who can deal with the cold. You think? We'll see. You think? (laughs) They live in the cold. They train in the cold. Yeah, we'll see. I want to see Tierra Lacazzi on this one. It basically seems like a polar plunge from uh, Sean Lowe's season. Well, we'll see, and I'll be covering it, like I said, almost certainly in in, uh, Clues Corner. If it makes you happy. Speaking of Bachelor alumni appearing on other reality franchises, the ultimate Viking himself, Clayton Eckert, is set to try his hand at dark lording as the host of a new pickleball competition show called Pickleball Paddle Battle. According to Ace Rodriguez, CEO and founder of Pickleball Kingdom, the company that will produce the show, Eckerd was the top choice to host the pickleball show that promises to showcase the excitement and spirit of pickleball in addition to awarding major prizes to contestants. Rodriguez said of the show, This show is about making dreams come true. The action will be fantastic, but the emotions will be unforgettable. As the host, Clayton will take viewers behind the scenes to explore each contestant's backstory as well as drama and intense rivalries that will unfold during the competition. Viewers will be treated to Clayton's charisma and hosting skills, while the show will deliver unprecedented access to the players that make the sport so special. Eckert said... (laughs) Pickleball is not just having a moment. It's America's fastest growing sport. I have a problem with this line. Same. As soon as I learned about the show's format, the competition, and the amazing prizes, I knew this had all the makings of a great reality show. It combines two of America's passions, pickleball and reality shows. I'm thrilled to be the host, and I can't wait to get started. Pickleball Paddle Battle is scheduled to be released in the late fall of 2023, for show details and to enter the competition, you can go to pickleballpaddlebattle.tv right now. Oh my God, we need a pit. We need some pit members to participate in this. You you and me want to do it? You want to be on a pickleball team with me? I can't play pickleball. I've never played it in my fucking life. How hard could it be? Let's show up and fucking dominate. <laughs> okay, let's apply. All right. Pickleball paddle battle. That's a that's a mouthful. Speaking of mouths needing to be full in Bachelor Nation baby news, Amanda Stanton is expecting her third child and first with husband Michael Fogel this January. Congrats, Stanton clan, on its continued growth. And Claire Crawley revealed the sex of her first child with husband Ryan Dawkins via surrogate this week. It's a girl. Congrats to Crawley and her next steps towards motherhood. Huge baby news. Yeah, huge baby news. Should have waited to announce it uh, not on not on Gabby Wendy's week. Yeah, I suppose you could have waited a week to do so, but, you know, this is life. It moves on. Children are born into this dying world. Congratulations to these two Bachelor <laughs> 1 on uh, keeping the machine running, the machine of humanity. Oh, my God. Speaking of that human machine, we have a big birthday shout-out for pilot Peter Popeye Weber this week. Today, he turns 32 Happy birthday, Popeye. May this trip around our dying son be your best yet. And before we go today, I wanted to take a moment to honor the incredible Bachelor Nation coverage being done at People.com this week. They had an amazing exclusive story that rocked the nation. And in tribute and honor of that story, I am going to now read it verbatim as written. There are no alterations. (laughs) I want you to take in the full uh, journalistic document here. That they have given us at People Magazine. Are you ready? I don't think so. This is the headline. Jordan Rogers says wife Jojo Fletcher still hasn't passed gas in front of him six years later. Quote, I did get crop dusted one time, Rogers said, adding, it was in a separate room and I happened to walk into the room and I was like, oh, you did. 
That's how it opens. That's just the opening. That's the headline and the pull quote. That's the opening. There's more. Now let's get into this. Let's get into the journalism. Even though America has watched Jojo Fletcher and Jordan Rogers romance unfold during their private time together, she still keeps some things from him. During an appearance on Caitlin Bristow's Off the Vine podcast, the former NFL quarterback revealed that the Bachelorette star has yet to pass gas in front of him despite their six-year relationship. In fact, Rogers went so far as to say that he thought it would be a, in quotes, deal breaker not to achieve that level of familiarity with his bride-to-be before they tied the knot back in May 2022. Jojo has never audibly farted in front of me, he said last laughing before we got married i was like it's gotta happen i'm not walking down the aisle if you don't fart in front of me shocked by the revelation bristow asked if the reality star had really never let one slip to which she confessed she wasn't in quotes naturally a in quotes farter I would burp more, she said, before explaining that the act of passing gas now hold higher stakes in their relationship. It's become such a thing now that I don't even feel comfortable to let it slip because he says this story all the time. While Rogers has never heard Fletcher's parts, he did recall a time he smelled a particularly pungent odor when entering a room. I did. That's the one time he recalled. It was... I just can't imagine. This person is typing this shit out. Really this is their job. God. I did get crop dusted one time, he recalled. It was in a separate room, and I happened to walk into the room. It's <laughs> like, oh, you did. The sports commentator will no longer settle for Fletcher. Pulling a random fart in the middle of the day, he claimed he wanted to, in quotes, catch her in the act. He wants to make me feel mortified, she added. Uh, and that's it. Then it, it, uh, it links to another, an older article about them. Uh, getting married and all this. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for your work. Unfucking believable. You know, this this makes me think the real reason yeah. that there was an empty chair for Aaron Rodgers at jo- Jordan's hometown nice. was refusal to fart. Ooh, maybe. Uh, this amazing reporting was done by Esther Kang. Thank you, Esther, uh, for this groundbreaking work. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist-recommended This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. And now it's time to move on to that portion of our program in which we uh, discuss all those plays that our favorite players are making off the field. This is... The parasocial play, 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 play of the week. The one true goat, Caitlin Bristow, asked the fourth audience this week via Instagram reel if she should challenge the ultimate Viking, Clayton Eckerd, to a dance-off. In this reel, she crushes it on the dance floor to a song about Trailer Park Barbie. The fun dance reel pulled in 52K likes and 1.5 million views. Clayton responded via comment, as much as I want to challenge you, I know my place. Crying emoji, crying laughing emoji. We are hopeful for a more elaborate parasocial dance response from the one true pizza, and I guess now pickleball king. Aaron B. made several incredible plays this week. First, he posted a reflective 4TRR swan song post to Instagram. Then he posted a reel highlighting the three black players in the final four, and then Joey to the audio, you are freaking African-Americans plus Mark. I'm rocking with Mark. The caption reads, definitely rocking with Mark. And multiple colored fists, emojis, hashtag the bachelorette, hashtag bachelor nation, hashtag Mark, 2.2K likes, 78K views. The Andrew Spencer, Justin Glaze, Susie Evans saga continues. An Oscar worthy reel on Evans's profile, they tell a story of how the three of them are best friends. And then something changes, and Spencer and Glaze both attempt to hit on Evans for the rest of the shots as she blocks their advances. The reel has 645K views, 36K likes. Evans also posted a hilarious skit in which she is the villain in a nameless reality series starring Hunter Hagee. The reel has 2.6K likes, 137K views. Is Gore Girl Susie Evans the preeminent filmmaker of our beloved nation? Yes. Couldn't agree more. Just out there doing the best work. Uh, Aaron B. and Braden reunited for a funny Instagram story in quotes, fight night. Aaron B. certainly wins for Vask, but Brayden certainly wins for Crescent Moon Earring Play. It's the two of them holding fists up to each other. All of these were strong plays. However, this week, there is only one extremely clear winner. Our parasocial play of the week goes to former crown and eternally lovable dingbat Gabby Windy. She hard-launched her relationship with TV writer and comedian Robbie Hoffman via Instagram this week via a 10-slide post of her and Hoffman. The caption reads, Told you I'm a girl's girl, and the post currently has 286K likes, 7K comments, including many heavy hitters from across the nation, like Demi Burnett, Charity Lawson, Katie Bigger, Ben Higgins, Rachel Reckia, Caitlin Bristow. 
even Chriselle Stoss from Selling Sunset, Rachel Bilson, Selma Blair, and the nation's reigning queer power couple, Becca Tilly and Haley Kiyoko. Absolutely stunning play. Congratulations, Gabby. Congratulations, Robbie. We'll be watching and expecting. I can only imagine the parasocial play that's going to come out of this. The most hilarious content. Yes. They're both super funny. It's going to be amazing to watch. Amazing. I can't wait. This week, there was also one very significant creature play made. It was made by gore girl Jason Tardick. He gave Pino and Raman the spotlight this week with a main grid post featuring the two canine superstars taking a ride with him in his car. They are loving their road trip to wherever they might have been going, and so was everyone else. This post raked in 38.8K likes and 308 comments. They're always in the awards. This Pino, this Raman, congratulations. Mm -hmm. They're superstars. And now it's time to move on to that portion of our program in which we descend deep into the bottom of the pit and issue forth our screams about how our deep fandom of our beloved game is radically altering our lives on a daily basis, sometimes on a minute-to-minute basis. This is... Screams from the Pit! My scream this week is one I started saying in our meeting, and I realized this is not for the meeting, this is a scream. Mm. I was on a FaceTime with a family member chatting away and I glanced at an Instagram story. It was Caitlin Bristow's and she was ominously saying, I'm worried about some of you guys and your questions or something like that. An Instagram story that to me was like, oh shit, is she confirming a breakup? What is going on? And I go, I I guess I just said like, oh no. And my sister responded. She was like, what? What's going on? And I was like, oh, um, someone that I don't know might have (laughs) might have broken up with their fiance. And she was like, I thought someone died. (laughs) Yeah. Look, we've all Uh, been there. When the news of the nation just takes over your life and becomes far more important than anything in your actual life. Yeah, like your stomach dropping. It's just simply a hazard of the job. I mean, I've at least spoken to Jason Tardick. We had him on the pod, but... Speaking of stomachs dropping, my scream this week also involves a stomach drop moment and then a larger realization. I was at a place called the Poetry Lounge, which I go to on Tuesday nights to watch spoken word poetry. In the audience, I caught out of the corner of my eye, and I'm like, that's Xander from Ultimatum Queer Love. And then I look more closely, Uh and indeed it's not. It's somebody who looks maybe vaguely like Xander, I would say. (laughs) Not even a lot like Xander. But for a half second... It was a a table. (laughs) Yeah, basically. It was basically that. No, it looked kind of like Xander, you know. Uh-huh. Not not really close, but I was like, oh no, that's not Xander. But I thought it was for a minute, and and for that like split second that I thought it was Xander, I did have like a heart say like, oh my god, what am I going to uh-huh. do in the presence of this greatness? Now it led me to a realization that I don't know when this started, but it's been going on for a very long time, and my brain just kind of has this uh, background program running that is seeking out Bachelor players or players from other reality shows mm-hmm. kind of constantly. And I've had moments like the Xander one. I have them almost daily. Like when I go into the world, I'll see somebody out of the corner of my eye and be like, is that Nick Vial? Oh, no. It's a person who looks nothing like <sighs> Nick Vial. 
but I'm just always seeing them around me. Oh no, that's just my shrine to him. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Is that Nick? By oh no, that's just the statue I've made out of mashed potatoes. Or um, the. <laughs> I'm just saying that I constantly am like uh, seeking them, thinking that these people yeah. from these reality shows are like around me, and because we also live in LA, and it's like common to see famous people and all this stuff. Yeah, sometimes you're right. Exactly, and the place that I I like most frequently think I see bachelor people is Erewhon over by the Grove. Have mm, you been to that Erewhon? I mean, no, but I would imagine that that is, if you want to see celebrities, I would go to Erewhon. Yeah. If it's not like, if you're not seeing bachelor players there, you're seeing people who could be on the bachelor there constantly and always or catch LA. Yeah. At any rate, that's my scream. I thought that I saw somebody from a reality show who was not. I identify with that very strongly. I think it's you're you're also manifesting them though. I think you're creating more of them in your world. Possibly. Because you've had a lot. Uh I have. I have done pretty well out here in LA with my sightings. And Blake Ellerby had a literal business deal with him to buy some 30 pound hand weights back in the early Not days of lockdown. <laughs> we are now gonna play another scream. If you yourself would like to submit a scream to this very program, you just go to patreon.com slash gamerroses, join us in the bottom of the pit, you get access to our Discord, and on that Discord, there's a channel, Screams from the Pit, where you can upload a one-minute or under audio file of your scream, and we play the best ones here. This one comes to us from Amber Slam. We're going to listen to it now. Greetings from the pit. Again, this is Amber from Western Mass, and boy, have I got an update for you. Today, my boyfriend came home from a day off from work. He went to a meeting and unbeknownst to me, he walked in, turned his head and he had an earring. Yes, he went and got his ear pierced. My nearly 42 year old boyfriend who I dragged into the pit, who has been watching back seasons with me now. We are presently on Andy Dorfman's season. He's a huge fan of Josh Murray. Got his ear pierced. He said it was because of Brayden. He's part of Dangle Nation. Although we know that Nate Mitchell and Nate Olukoyu also inspired him. I have also since dragged his brother into the pit, a non-watcher, and his sister. Shout out, Kaylin. She's a longtime watcher. She's back. She's in the pit. Peace be with you. And blessed be the Grampy John tapes. Release them. I, I didn't know Dangle Nation was a thing, first of all. Wait, Dangle Nation? Did you know Dangle Nation existed? Were you aware of Dangle Nation? I thought that was a different thing. <laughs> okay. No, I didn't know Dangle Nation is a thing. I support Dangle Nation all the time. I want everyone to pierce everything. That's amazing. Oh, wow. Start wearing jewelry everywhere. Now, this is a, a pretty deep scream. I feel like body mm -hmm. modification in service of your fandom to our beloved game, that is a, a significant step. I myself yeah. have not done this. Have you done anything? Any body modifications in service of our game? Look, I want to get another ear piercing. Hmm. And now I know that I have a community, Dangle Nation. Yeah, hashtag Dangle Nation if you're out there, if you're in the nation. But we can't thank you enough, Amber, for sending in this scream. This is fantastic. Uh, and hello to everybody that has been dragged into the pit by you. Also, it sounds like your entire family is just... Oh, my God. I There were layers to this scream of like, well, this person, she's back. Like, yeah. there's some drama that they were watching for a while. Also, what is the last thing that she said? Uh, release the something tapes? The Uncle John tapes. Or the Grandpa John tapes, sorry. Wait, what were the Grandpa John tapes? I'm not sure, but I, I think must... it had to do with that date where he fell asleep. 
on the date where she yeah. was on. I think she was on that date with Eric Schwer. Love this scream. This was yeah, professional level as I'm used to expecting now. But it's put me on blast a little bit. I'm like, am I in the pit or am I not? I have to modify my body <laughs> in service of that fandom. I just got to figure out what the modification is going to be. Who's your on blast? Join Dangle Nation. Coward. You know, I've, I've thought about getting another tattoo. I don't know if it would be bachelor centric, though. We'll see. What would it be? I, I have always wanted to get a tattoo of Squirrelius, RIP. Mm, you should definitely do that. I might. We'll see. At any rate, thank you again for the scream. And if anybody else out there would like to submit their screams to be played right here on This Week in Bachelor Nation, again, please just go to patreon.com slash gameroses. Join us in the pit. Get on the Discord. Fire off your one minute or under audio clip. And we'll pick one and we'll play it here. Goddamn. Dangle Nation. All right. That wraps up This Week in Bachelor Nation. Thank you everyone for joining us. Have a great weekend. We will be back on Monday with a digging deeper that is chock full. I don't even know. It's got Nick Vial's producer talking shit about Gary, the incoming Gary. Golden Bachelor. <laughs> it's got Golden Nick Vial's retraction. It's got a bunch of crazy <laughs> shit in it. Please join us for that. I can't wait. And before we go, as always, what is that dwab still at? It's been 7,802 days without an Asian bachelor. Praise be Dark Lord Palmer. Please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us and then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us and then 